I just read his text. Um, yeah, I had my I had my safety meeting last week. Yeah. Well, talk to me. How did your verification meeting go? Oh, it went really well. It went uh, pretty well. Um, we had the the manager of maintenance for the facility. We've been talking with the past couple meetings. He's been sort of our contact there. He was in the meeting, so he was pretty privy to all the previous conversation and what we've been doing and where they stand. <clears throat> and then they had their plant manager, who's actually based in Michigan, where they're headquartered. His name's Don. He he zoomed into the meeting as well. Wow. And he's a gentleman that we've spoken with in the past a few years ago when we kind of went through the process with them then and it just wasn't great timing, but they were pretty bought in at that time too. But so it went really well. He was super engaged. You know, he really likes the G program um, and it's something they that they want to do. Um, and yeah, they've been tasked with extending the life of their equipment and they were just very encouraged by what we could do to help do that for the next three to five years or however long. Um, Man, that's great. How did you do it with the guy on Zoom? Like, did you have it in uh, on your laptop and he was teams in or did? Yep. Yeah, so I actually didn't realize he wasn't going to be there <laughs> until we got there. Yep. So I created a teams meeting real quick. He hopped on and then I just shared my screen, which was projected onto the wall. With, oh, our, uh, awesome. with our with our PowerPoint, yeah, it went it went fine. I mean, I have so I have a lot of experience with technical difficulties. Yeah, in these meetings, because all my all of my meetings in past lives were all remote. So, you know, <laughs> for me, it's just like take a breath. It's going to take an extra five minutes. Who cares? Like, right? Just don't just relax. If you try and rush and get hectic, then everyone gets awkward and like. You know, just just let it happen. So there was a bit of that, I guess, but it was fine. Man, that's uh, great. That sounds awesome. It sounds like you but had it all set. But. Yeah, the big butt. What's the big butt? There's a big butt. <laughs> uh, so we get through this whole meeting. It went fantastic. He's super engaged. He's just loving it, asking great questions, getting great answers. And at the end, he's like, "I love this. I've been trying to get this for a long time." But I hate to tell you guys, I'm retiring next Friday. I'm like, dude, what the hell? The, the plant, the plant manager said that. Yeah, he's retiring. That's okay. Um, and he's a plant manager for a few different plants. Um, he I could believe so. Sign he, up, sign up today, and we'll have their startup meeting before Friday, and then yeah, for a yeah. March first start date, and he'll leave the company in great hands. That's that's kind of what we were talking about on the way home. We didn't. I should have said something along those lines in the moment, like, hey, that's fine. You know, let's get this thing done now so that you, you know, you can leave it in transition in a really good place. But it just didn't come to me in that moment. But he's like, you know, we have a new girl starting Monday. There's a big transition plan. This is going to be a really big part of it. Andrew, who's the other gentleman, is going to help her with this, too, and kind of catching her up. So, obviously, we're going to want to meet her at some point. But, you know, he, he definitely was – in interested in talking again sometime next week he was very like kind of weirdly invested in this still even though he's retiring next week it's like been a big ticket item for him for a while and getting it over the finish line so i think there's still some hope that we can maybe get it done like next week 
Um, it sounds awesome. It went well. Yeah, it was a good verification meeting. Um, you know, think, it could be. You know, you you could you could definitely consider. Um, well, what's good is that one facilities guy, right? He'll still be there. Yes. And he heard it all, so you could just come in after she gets her feet on her on the ground and settled in. You could come in very assumptive, you know, like. You know, Johnny really wanted this. He was just retiring, and I just want to fill you in before you know we get too far or something. You know, yeah, just, it'd be, it becomes stale. Yeah, or or maybe even better, make sure he gives, make sure the guy that's leaving gives you a, a introduction to that person. Yeah, yeah, like like a handoff, you know. So yeah, he, I'm so, getting he, I'm in touch with God. So he can kind of, it's kind of like, you know, that old thing when you want, you ask somebody if they know anybody interested in our services and they say, yeah, Billy. And you can either write Billy's name down and you call him or you say, hey, do you have a second? Do you mind calling Billy? Yeah, exactly. And he's very willing to do that. uh, Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to have to kind of strategize around it. But it was. Long answer, but short answers. It was a good meeting. So, um, well, they. It sounds like they want to keep moving forward. You know, it doesn't sound like it's going backwards, which is great. They definitely do. The other, the other wrinkle in it is, I think you know, there's off there is some they need to undergo now. And he told us straight up, he's like, hey. What do they need to really undergo? Like, oh, your know phone, you, your you know. phone was breaking up. What do they need to undergo? Sorry, there's uh, yeah, I just can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Hey, can you hear me, Matt? Yeah. Yeah. Whenever I go past Jail Man High School, it uh, it cuts out. <laughs> but um, so well, they just need to undergo you know internal processes now with it and and escalating the proposal and all that. And he told us, Don did the PM that uh. He's like, I hate to tell you, but we're gonna have to get, you know, three bids, and um, we're like, oh, we've seen that before. Um, so it, it may take a bit. They're gonna have to get a few other proposals, I think. But I think we're the lead horse in terms of what they're looking for and differentiating, and they know about us. They wanted us before, like three years ago. It just wasn't great timing then. Um, but they're 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 in mission critical stage right now with with their equipment. What do you mean by that? So, it'd be a good one. It'd be a nice one. What do you mean by they're in mission critical with their equipment? Like, is it about to die? <laughs> it's all, all of their package units on their roof, there's 28 of them, are from 2004. They're in pretty rough shape, but they've also been tasked with keeping them alive and the way that they're going down. I think they're just going to start popping off left and right unless we can get in there. That's kind of what we leaned in leaned in on pretty heavily, um, and they they they're with it. You know they they agree. Their current contractor's not doing a sufficient enough job to to really extend the life of this equipment. They want to put in a plan to like replace them over the next five years, and we would help them with that. Kind of scatter the replacements. Um, so they're definitely on board, and they're they're 
on board with the model. There wasn't much discussion once we um, presented the price and everything, except they wanted... We're putting their two chillers, which are pretty new, on a C2, and then their 28, actually 33 package units and split systems on a G. Okay. Um, yeah, but Andrew, the the guy that we've been talking with for a while, he's like, is there any way we could actually get our older chiller on the G as well? So he wanted that, which is kind of encouraging because he, he was very aware that that price would go up after having seen the price. So yeah, um, we'll we'll probably rank, um, wedge that in as it progresses, but. That's great. Uh, yeah, I would say it was probably, I've had maybe five legitimate verification meetings. You know, I think this one probably went the best just with the data we had and um, utilizing that data and being more strategic and not just relying on, you know, I think they like me, that kind of thing. Right. <laughs> you know, right. actually using data and, um, you know, having really good answers for, for those sorts of questions. Uh, so it was good. Did you have to um, use national averages for their cost, or were you able to get any cost? It's funny. The Our initial contact there, her name is Wendy, and she's the maintenance coordinator. Um, and we asked her like three times to get it back to us. She's like, oh, yeah, I'll get, I'll get, I'll get it to you. We're... We're working on it. I'm like, okay. We get to yesterday, still don't have it. So we used averages and did some number crunching. And <clears throat> we get there, and Andrew's like, did Wendy never give you this stuff? And we're like, no. But we didn't want to throw her under the bus, and she wasn't in the meeting. He's like, ah. Oh. I told her like five times, to, like, we have this stuff. Like, wow. So they're going to get it, and they'll probably do some of it on their own um, so, just to see where they're at. But man, that sounds yeah, he, like a perfect action item on the mutual action plan that you could put on there. You know, if, if you plan to send them an, an email with the mutual action plan, you could, you, it'd be cool to list that as one thing that they're going to do. Yeah. That put it on, put it on their plate. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't sent that yet. Um, I've got to send mine for my verification meeting. Mutual action plan. That's, yeah, that, that's why it's on my mind. Um, How'd yours go? Yeah, it went really well. And, and the other, th the other thing I was going to say about the um, getting three prices, um, I'm using this RFP template tool that Eric Smith and I have worked hard on with Paul. Um, it's got a section in there for dynamic that you can take out and explain to them that this might not apply for your building. You could, you could take out section seven or whatever. Um, but it's a powerful tool. It's like 13 or 14 pages. And it's, we took some wording from like the school district bid that we participated in and some wording from another RFP at the airport that we're working on. And, uh, basically, it puts uh, qualifications for vendors like us that are stringent, but like, for example, the, it requires them to have, it requires the HVAC supplier to have 24 seven, 365 emergency service line that some mom and pops don't have, right? 
uh, it, it requires yeah. um, financial information. So I can send that to you if you want it to use. Um, but I, I went through that in mind yesterday because I knew this guy was going to have to bid it out and get three quotes. I said, well, yeah. maybe you could use this as a tool to make sure you guys don't get pigeonholed with uh, somebody that can't produce. And, you know, it's August and he's nowhere to be found because he's ran out of money, <laughs> you know. Uh, right. So I, I've taken a, over the last month, I've taken a totally different approach to the whole, oh, we got to get three quotes. I'm like, yes, that's great. Would you like some help with that to make sure that you're not, you know, missing anything? Would you like some descriptions on what does it mean to actually clean the coils and do proper preventative maintenance? Would you like the wording to help you make sure that you're, you're everybody's comparing apples to apples and they're always like, yeah, that sounds great. Do you have wording to help with that? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, just some like you know, kind of hopping in the truck tool in that, you know, other places may spend 30 minutes on a, on a unit, whereas we would spend, you know, an hour and a half, you know, to, to, and that might be, you know, the difference in some of this pricing and really have them understand, you know, why it may look different on the front end. Well, it, yeah, it's that whole being very confident that, and that's what I did yesterday in my verification meeting is I was just trying to be extremely, uh, really get the point across that our model is totally different. You know, you're going to see different models and be prepared. You're going to have a model that's coming in with a low upfront cost. That's a, like a retainer that they make their money on the back end. Um, but yeah, yes. my, my verification went very well. I was at Hope Health yesterday. Um, They've got several facilities around the state, and uh, I was meeting with the director of facilities, who's pretty new. He started in August. He's an older guy, older man, retired from DHEC after 25 years of running DHEC. And, yeah. Uh, we talked about a lot. We, we talked about... Um, like I went through the phys- the physical assessment, the financial assessment. I did the one pager at the beginning with the price, and um, we kind of got that out of the way. And then we went through the uh, a sample of the risk assessment. I didn't do a risk assessment for his building because everything was two years old. But I told him like if you have older buildings, because I know you've got other facilities. If you got older buildings that the equipment is twenty five years, ten years, fifteen years, two years. I said, this is what you need to use. And I showed him a risk assessment that I did for um, one of the elementary schools for District 5. I put that up on, up on the screen. And I was like, yeah, this is, um, this is what you use in that situation. And he was like, that's exactly what we're looking for. <laughs> that's yeah. exactly what we want. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do capital planning and plan how much money we need for the future. That's exactly what we need. So I said, it doesn't make sense on a building that everything's two years old, but when you start talking about variety of equipment, he was like, where did you come up with the A through F on the grading scale? Where did you come up with that? I said, oh, I'm glad you asked. And I shared with him, you know, our little template for how we grade things. Right. Uh, He really liked that. And then 
the big headquarters that we were talking to him in was probably 80,000 square feet. It's a big, it looks like a hospital, but it's a big building. Um, and I said, you know, for this building, you probably want to, this is where we would actually be able to apply uh, the, the whole predictive maintenance situation. If it works out, I think we can talk about predictive maintenance with this building. And I kind of dove into that. So we went into the dynamic piece a little bit. And and then I, I talked about, you know, I understand you have to you have to put this out for bid. I totally get that. I respect that. I said, this is the document I told you I would bring that would help you with your RFP. You can take and cut and paste this all you want and put it in there to make sure that you're you've got the wording so that you guys don't get screwed by having somebody that's not qualified to work on your equipment that comes in with the low bid. And I said, do you always go with the low bid? He said, no, no. At, at DHEC, we used to go with the low bid, but we don't always go with the low bid on, on, uh, you know, at, at this company. I said, well, that's good. I said, I said, I just want to make sure that you're not getting somebody that's unqualified to work on your, your equipment. So, yeah, that's a good question. And honestly, I feel like the answer will probably seventy five percent of the time be like, no, we don't just go with a little bit, you know, right. which may be just words. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's a good way to to get that information. Well, it's good to sometimes they say yes, we just go with low bid. <laughs> yeah, and if that's the case, then it's good to know that. Uh, right. The schools went went with the low bid, right? Uh, as much even though we thought they wouldn't we, we prepared all this stuff that they didn't even look at uh, yeah they just went with the low bid and then 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 made sure once we got the low bid that, that we had all the qualifications and checked all the boxes but uh, yeah you, you're, you're right though I've, ne- I've never had anybody really say yeah we just take the lowest price <laughs> Yeah, I'm, uh, we've we've found in a couple of those situations that they typically say no. You know, we really like analyze yeah. everything, but it definitely comes into it. But I think what I'm also trying to to get across is uh, my whole when I started working here, we I was pretty much told, and the culture was to not touch a bid situation. Yeah. Don't, you know, walk away if they're going to bid it out and it's going to be apples to apples. Walk away. And, you know, we don't want to participate in that. We don't want to waste our time. We don't want to give our numbers out when that's the situation. And I've just totally reformed that um, in my mind and, and how I present it to the customer. It's like, no, this is a, oh, oh great. You're going to, you're going to bid it out. Perfect. I, I, I'd do the same thing if I were you. Can I help you with that? And, and most of the time, they don't even have anything that they're using to get pricing. They just call up three companies or they just, uh, you know, do it off the cuff and write up something on their own real quick. You know, PM. You need, we need PMs. But there's no good wording out there. Right, and it, you know, helping them with that again is just another differentiator in terms of oh wow, these guys are different. You another know, value just, oh, let's add. Get three, yeah. yeah, let's get three PM programs because they're all the same. Right, they're yeah. all the same. Let's just see which one's the cheapest. Exactly, and, and and if we can, I mean, you should see some of the stuff in this RFP thing. It's 
Yeah, can you send that? Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. It's great. It's very powerful. It's uh, pretty much if they're a mom and pop, they don't qualify. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And the truth is, if they're large enough and and bidding this out and, you, you know, they really don't want to be stuck with a mom and pop that can't handle this. Right. They need some depth and breadth. Right, because they're bidding it out because they're responsible to a, most likely a board or a building and grounds committee. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they really don't want to be screwed either. Yeah. <laughs> but they just think... Get what you pay for. It, it, make, it allows us to break the mold of a, being a commodity. Mm-hmm. And it really... So... I, I think that's going to be the takeaway from this little call today is like, I didn't really realize it until you and I started talking about it, but yeah, eight months ago, nine months ago when I started, I was told we don't do RFPs. Yep. And now thanks to Eric, you know, writing the bulk of this and me proofing it and helping give us some suggestions from the district five stuff and Paul contributing with the whole dynamic stuff. We've got, and and it's like a cut and paste thing. So if they don't need the dynamic thing because they don't qualify, it's too small of a building like this was in Orangeburg. I just say, you know, let's just just take this out. I've got this section highlighted here. You you can leave it out, but um, but otherwise, I I and how great is it that I told the guy yesterday? I was like, I, I see all the time. I see all the time that people are very vague when they say that they're doing preventative maintenance. I, I said, the, yeah. reason, the reason why I have here in this section of the scope of work, it's, it's very clear. A lot of times people like to be vague and it's like, Oh, are you, so are you cleaning the coils or are you not cleaning the coils? You know, how often are you cleaning the coils? Like it's, it's, it's just kind of like, Oh yeah, we're doing PM. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your coil cleaning process too? Right. You know, what, what, what's the task list? what does that mean and what did you know test and inspect mean what does that actually mean so because currently it doesn't look like they're really cleaning the coils but they say they are right right but yeah that's good well yeah man i'll send that to you i'm probably gonna jump off a few minutes early unless you got anything else you want to share about or uh no i'm good today sounds like your stuff went well this morning and then we have our msr call this afternoon Yep. Um, and then I have an assessment later on this afternoon as well. So I do too. I've got an assessment uh, at Blue Cross today. Nice. And I'm excited because yeah, I, I got back to scorecard and it's like three or four dollars a square foot or something high, and they're definitely yeah. in the red. So I'm, it's that's pretty be, good. It's all rooftop units, so I think we can really help them with dynamic. And, and yep. it's like eighty thousand square feet or something. It's huge. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, man. Well, hope you have a great day. You too. Enjoy your Friday. And I'll send uh, we'll you that later this afternoon. I'll send you that RFP stuff and uh, give it a good read when you get ten minutes, and then we'll yeah. t- we'll talk about it. That's helpful. Thank you, man. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're wanting to roll it out to everybody quite yet. You know, like it's right. not something that they're just sending out to, out to the MSR listserv and saying, hey, use this every time they bring it up. But it's it's a work in progress, at least. Yeah. And that's what I'm using it for is like, hey, this is in development, but I've already got good words here. 
you might could use this is what I'm saying. You know, and, you know, it's it's just a good answer to that that situation. You know, we don't have to be afraid of it right now. Exactly. You know? Exactly. We don't have to be afraid of the whole RFP process anymore. <laughs> you can be, so, you can embrace it. Yeah, man. Talk nice. to you later. All right, man. I'll talk to you this afternoon. See you. Bye. See you. Yeah.